This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Tom, Cecil, this is Jesus. I'm back. Come on, pick up. All right, call me back. Hey guys, Patrick from Wisconsin here. It's not bad enough that I can't jack off to Melissa Joan Hart without thinking of that fucking train wreck God's not dead too. Now you guys gotta fuck up my childhood memories of the Great Space Coaster by putting Trump in there? Thanks a lot, assholes. Glory hole. You fucking assholes. I'm trying to get to sleep, and all I can do is just lie here pretending to be a screech owl in a corpse taking Donald Trump's place. And my cats are all pissed off by the jaw fault. Glory hole, motherfuckers. I'm calling in because I'm fucking butthurt. Fuck you! Fuck to advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 312 of cognitive distance. This is our area code episode, man. It is. This it's is fucking, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we're fucking representing the, only, the 312, yeah, bitch. As soon as the only other one we're going to be able to do is 773. That's I, a well, long way off. Well, we'll get the off. 630. I got myself covered. <laughs> no, that's true. There we are. There yeah. we are. Representing right. the Represent- 630. <laughs> God. Fucking idiots. You fucking <laughs> throw up their shit about what fucking area code they have. Those people are assholes. Should, Every single one of those people is an code. asshole. They should do their zip code instead. Right? Be like, 60607, bitches! What? <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Well, they did. Like, isn't that Beverly Hills 90210? I guess a that's fucking, true. And no, no I, I don't know. Who reps a fucking zip code? Yeah, I belong to all the other people that also happen to live in this major geographical region. <laughs> like, So this is episode 312, and we... We got a fucking whole new system here. We do. See, we so do. We got, we got a TV now that Tom and I can both at the same time watch, say, the videos. Because normally what happens is I'll play the video on my screen. And then Tom just gets to listen to it just like everybody else. But now Tom gets to watch it as well because we are connecting directly to a television that I was getting rid of. It's a brave it's, new world, it man. It is a brave new world. We got world. 55 inches of love. <laughs> it's not That's that big. That's 53 and a half inches more than I'm <laughs> used to working with, buddy. It's not that big. It's an older plastic <laughs> you, you just keep saying it's not that big. Yeah, no. It doesn't make me feel better. Yeah, no. All right. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> you know, fucking humor me. Here's humor the thing. me. Here's the thing. All That's, the nerves are in the first two inches. Here's the thing, man. That's my jam. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's demonic, everybody. It is absolutely demonic. This story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, this is Theodore Schubat, who I guess is still a fucking thing. This guy is basically just a YouTube asshole. He's got, That's he's, his whole claim well, to fame. Well, you know, the thing is, is, like, you can, I think you could probably be a pretty good YouTube asshole. The thing is, is that this guy's actually must be making money of it because he looks a little chubbier than he used to. He does. He looks like maybe he's he been p- like packing it in. Tell you what, nobody's taking the kick off his fucking cafeteria tray, right? (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) All right, so let's play Theodore Shubat. This is uh, this is basically him saying Hillary Clinton should be put to death. He's a monster. (laughs) This guy, you know, I think the only reason (laughs) should be put to to death. death. I love it, but I do think Uh, because his dad doesn't he have a famous dad? Yeah, his dad's a fucking Nazi or something. His dad, what was his His, name? Uh, Mangle, 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 Gorbels. I think. Hey, so this is Theodore Schubert. Cow an asshole. This sick woman. Sick, sick, sick. The sickest thing is that fucking fake ass mustache you're fucking trying to grow in, bro. <laughs> What's weird is the fucking is the is the Jesus in the background with a diaper on. It. <laughs> There's like a picture of Jesus he does behind have diaper him Jesus. that has like a little a little diaper to gird in his loins or whatever. And then, man. And then he's got he, you're right. He he has he doesn't even have a porn stash. He, he has like a fucking fourteen year old. He's got that he's got like the fucking seven stray hairs and he's yeah. like, It's growing in. <laughs> it's, it's almost there, guys. Hey guys. <laughs> do you like my mustache? Dude, I know. It's not a mustache. I know when he when he comes up, he says, "Do you like my mustache?" He's like, "What are you talking about?" Well, no one's, I first thought, of all, I thought you ate an Oreo. Right? I was <laughs> gonna say it's cookie crumbs. <laughs> you got cookie crumbs on your upper lip. I mean, this is a man who's got a stash like that, but still is rocking eyebrows that are joining no together. Kidding, right? He's. I mean, who goes straight unibrow? <laughs> <laughs> Can't grow the mustache. No No kidding, right? Pick one. Shave or don't shave. Or just fucking call the hair club for men and have that shit (laughs) migrated down. You know what I mean? Maybe you just grow the fucking eyebrows all the way into his (laughs) mouth. (laughs) Decrepit, reprobate, wretch. There are some other words that I want to use to describe her, but I know that this is a family show. A family show? <laughs> Wait a minute. We're 12 seconds in. He's calling for the death of one of the major political <laughs> candidates in a family show. A family. I'd hate to see the fucking after hours. Right. right? Jesus. It gets a little blue when we start crucifying people. <laughs> oh, Lord. He's like fisting the crucified people. What? <laughs> Can you imagine? It's like, just hard because their legs are together. It is hard, so you but really it's worth have, it. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> You know, it's, it's the effort is the, it's yeah, the effort it shows the love. That's the thing. Sure. Effort is always yeah, it's, sure. it's equivalent. This is this is a guy twelve seconds in who says this is a family show. You wonder like what person's like? Okay, kids, gather around the TV. We're gonna watch the shoe bat show. <laughs> shoe bats. Okay, put your hate down. <laughs> no, <laughs> bring the hate. Who am I kidding? <laughs> Never put the hate down, kids. Oh, that's right. We love hate. And I know. And if I call her the B word, oh god, are you the, B say word. the B word, I think he means bitch. Oh, I thought he meant bastard. Thanks for that. <laughs> up. I appreciate if it. If I call her a female dog, I'm going to get people upset about that, and they're going to say that uh, I'm vulgar and all that nonsense. But the woman is a female dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm it. I'm not going to say it. But then I'm going to Hold allude on, to it and then quick. say it immediately after. I just want to say it, bitch. That's oh my god. Now Hold we're going to get email. She's not a bitch. She's a b. <laughs> now we're gonna get emails saying we're vulgar <laughs> i know like of all the fucking words you could possibly say on television bitch is totally allowed right shit i i would bitch let, ass yeah. tits i've heard i've heard them drop f-bombs on television before on regular network on uh on cable 
Yeah, oh, sure. Not like HBO, though. Like fucking A&E. Once, once a season, they drop it. It's YouTube. Yeah. It's fucking YouTube. I know. Like, you can see... You can watch people die on YouTube. <laughs> you can. You can, you can watch. watch. You can watch not just one, but like twenty-seven different archived machete attacks. Right on YouTube. Uh, and this guy is like, "Oh, I don't want to swear on the YouTube." Yeah. Like, what are you kidding me? <laughs> my kid has what? My kid watches YouTube. He's seen some shit. Oh yeah. Like he's, he's fucking got, traumatized right? at this point. He's fucking got straight PTSD <laughs> from that fucking iPhone of his. I think it's okay for me to say that female dog. And there are some people saying that she is a lesbian. We all know that she's a reprobate, but there are some people saying that she's a lesbian. For example, you recently had uh, uh, Sally Miller. Wait, okay, no, hold on. I just want to talk about, like, it, watch what way this is rolling. So he put text on the screen. Right. For those of you at home, <laughs> he put text on the screen, but he's rolling the opposite way. He's rolling it so up. So, like, like, if you were, say, reading backwards, this would work great. And it says Hillary is a lesbian, Miller claims, reigniting a lingering and unsubstantiated, unsubstantiated rumor. rumor. And it, but that, the thing is, is it's rolling up as he's talking. So during this video at 40 seconds, it's essentially rolling up. And uh, she was uh, getting banged by Bill Clinton, so she ain't no saint. She's but- getting banged by Bill Clinton, so she ain't no saint. And he's worried about this being a Wait, family they're, they're show. They're married, though. I like, know. Well, I know, I know that. I know that. I was just going. He could fucking through. get a running start. Who gives a <laughs> fuck? Right? They're in it. They're in it to win it. Right? Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't care if they are married or not married. Right? I don't care what consenting adults do right. to have sex. But motherfuck. They're fucking married. Like, even under your fucking weird, archaic rules, <laughs> that's totally high-fiving time. Right. That's that's the only time you're allowed exactly. to be, as he so eloquently put it, banging. <laughs> <laughs> also, you romance Hillary Clinton. <laughs> you do not bang Hillary Clinton. That's all I'm saying. Romance first, banging after. That's why you, you do the romance you, you portion. You romance Hillary Clinton, you bang Elizabeth Warren. Oh, shit! <laughs> Brother, Elizabeth Warren bangs you. That's fair. That's, yeah, Elizabeth Warren. I'm just saying she's on top yeah. 100% of the time. I'm just saying, time. Liz, call me. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> she's got your arms pinned above your head. You're like, fuck, this isn't. She chokes fucks you with a strap on. <laughs> I don't even like this. Shut up. Shut up and take it. She has stated that uh, Hillary Clinton is a lesbian, and she uh, – has affirmed that uh, Bill Clinton, when they were not uh, banging each other, or when he was uh, when, when he wasn't banging her, uh, told her, confided into her that confided into her. <laughs> I'm going to confide into you. That seems uncomfortable. That's not how it you... seems like you would need a surgeon, oh, right? You know? <laughs> Jesus, that's not how you words at all. And, uh, his wife wasn't really into men, and that his uh, his wife is a lesbian. So you heard it from her. Is she? Being truthful, we don't know. But the facts are the woman is a reprobate. You have these far right people that are like fucking uh, shoe bad and then, you know, like savage, all these other people that are just far right. right. There's never a moment when these people are attacking an idea. They're always attacking a person. It's never that they say 
Hillary Clinton has bad ideas. I don't think Hillary Clinton would make a good leader because I don't agree with her on gun control. I think human beings should be able to defend themselves. I don't agree with her on uh, on, a, on the trade deals that she's created. I feel like American jobs are more important than, uh, than any of the trade stuff that she's done. I don't agree with her on immigration because I feel like we are giving away jobs and uh, opportunities to people that actually didn't. Uh, put you know that aren't paying for it that are you know what I mean like there's plenty right. of ways to to go after yeah. right there's plenty of ways from a Republican standpoint to go after but instead of like oh and she's a lesbian and uh, and I dislike that she has sex with her husband and her husband might be gay and you know that's the reason I'm super her. confused that like, I'm, I, like here's the, whole the thing, thing it can be funny right like I, I mean I don't mind fucking talking about Michelle Bachman's gay husband that's right. funny yeah but that's not a reason that she's a bad politician no it has the nothing reason to do with she's a bad politician so. is because she's a terrible politician. Yeah. Well, that's because she's a terrible intellect, yeah, a terrible speaker, yeah, and a terrible person, yeah. Well, pretty much all the all above, the, yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, is like, there's never a moment where any of these guys stop and say, "Okay, here's 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 why." That's I true. Think. Yeah, it's it, absolutely it's true. Always the it's always yeah. this fucking negative, uh, either body image or whatever. Yeah, it's the lowest form of discourse, right? It's the it's it is it's the it's the cheapest lowest form of discourse, and it's just. It's just this constant ad hominem. Sure, and it's a try. It's a it's a it's a way to try to discredit someone, and it doesn't do. I mean, it, do, it accomplishes it, nothing. Yeah, well, it's all know, sound and fury. It does accomplish something because clearly there are people out there. I think that would be swayed by the fact that Bill Clinton is banging his wife. I don't understand why that's a problem. I don't know though. either. Yeah, like I, I like that. Like, I mean, that unless part, he's tagging someone else in, you well, know what I mean. Well, but like, even that, it's just like I, I don't know. know if he gets his licks in. What difference does it make? <laughs> Facts are the woman hates children. The facts are the woman loves homosexuality. So would it surprise me if it was uh, confirmed emphatically that she is a sodomite? <laughs> would not surprise me in the least bit. Uh, the woman is a sick devil worshiper. She's a devil worshiper. It would not surprise me in the least bit that this woman goes into a dark room somewhere and worships the devil in front of an image of Bab Holman. What is wrong with this man? <laughs> well, what's awesome is, is he just called her a devil worshiper and then said it wouldn't surprise him if, it if was, it was she, she was a devil worshiper. Yeah. yeah. He, is, he is just – he is all over the fucking map. He doesn't care what's true. The, the, the interesting thing is like this is a video where a guy's basically saying, look, I don't care if it's true or not. It makes – like the truth doesn't make any difference to me at yeah, all. Right. All I care about is just being mad. It's all I what care I, about is my feelings. I might feel like my I feelings. Got to, got to, I think this guy pay. needs a safe space. I feel like this guy needs a fucking hug <laughs> from a gay man. <laughs> I feel like every gay man – One of those ones where they grab your ass. I feel like this guy – there should be there should be like a, a movement where every time this guy goes somewhere – gay men hug him every time he's somewhere just big fucking and big bear dudes oh, too yeah, like yeah, yeah. like the most intimidating Harry's fucking strong Rawr, just give him i love you fucking great big <laughs> fucking sloppy fucking yeah, hugs just hug. hips to hips yeah, 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 yeah for right. sure yeah would not surprise me in the least bit you know there was a uh, a, a trump advisor one of trump's advisors al baldassaro he stated you know what he stated he said that Hillary Clinton, this is his words, Hillary Clinton should be put in the firing line and shot for treason. You know what, Al Baldassaro? I have to commend you for actually saying what needs to be done. I commend you for affirming the righteous law against evildoers. This guy looks like he walks right off the set of a gay porn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
That little tiny mustache like that. It's that's a jizz catcher. Yeah, dude. that is. That's all that, that is. is a that's fucking, just that's a flavor saver. <laughs> that's, what that is. that's it. That is what I have been saying for years in regards to evil people who ruin society with invidious beliefs, with dangerous and diabolical and deceptive beliefs. I have said that people who promote homosexuality should be put to death. I have said that people who promote witchcraft and occultism and yoga and all that demonic stuff should be put to death. <laughs> and yoga? <laughs> and yoga? Yoga. People who promote yoga should be put to death? No. First of all. Yeah. First of all, fuck off. Fuck that. Fuck off. Yoga. Yoga. Are you kidding Yeah. You know what? I don't like supple, flexible women. <laughs> Said nobody ever. Oh, look at those gross women in their tight, almost see-through pants. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Like, call me after the downward dog and tell me that you don't like yoga. Yoga? This guy is this guy is fucking, he's watching women do yoga and he's squeezing his own balls as hard as he can to torture himself. And now this person, a Trump advisor, not just anyone. That's literally anybody. Anybody can be a Trump advisor. At this point, he could throw a fucking, he could throw a lawn jart into the crowd <laughs> and hit his next advisor. That guy runs through advisors like I run through wives. <laughs> a Trump advisor, top Trump advisor, Al Balasaro, has emphatically stated that Hillary Clinton is worthy of death. And I absolutely agree. Nobody cares that you agree. Nobody cares what he said either. No. Like everybody's like, oh, he said it. What a shoe bat thing. <laughs> well, he agrees. Hold fucking, on. Hold all on. Right. He's on speed dial. Yeah, Let let's me call him call up. Him up. He's not on even. Even his dad doesn't have him on speed dial. Look at where he's recording. I know, he's recording it's in like a monastery somewhere. It looks like his mom's bedroom. <laughs> she supports the slaughtering of millions of American babies, and you support the slaughtering of her. So, yeah. so what? Like fucking tit for tat, dipshit. <laughs> the fuck, man. Like that's what I don't understand. I know, but they don't. You're they don't like, see it that way. Oh, bud. fucking! I support her death. She's killing things. And you're, uh, wait, what? Yeah, but it, but they don't look at it that yeah. way. They look at you know, babies are sweet and innocent and cuddly until they get born, and then you want to fucking throw and them then, in a, throw them off the fucking cliff like Sparta, right? Yeah, because you don't give a fuck once they're born. Somebody else's problem yeah. as soon as they come out and scream and yell and poop. Jesus, awful humans. He she promotes homosexuality, which is against human life. You can't promote it, and also it's against human life. I, I don't know. It's in it, the what? But like, you, like when I fuck somebody in the ass, do I blow up? Like what happens? <laughs> you become a human bomb. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> dude, you can't promote. I love the idea. These guys talk about promoting homosexuality. I don't care how great your campaign ad is. Yeah. I'm not sucking a dick. No kidding, right? I don't care. Like, your billboard could be amazing, right? You know <laughs> it could be like it could be amazing. You could be like you know like the more you grow or whatever the fucking slogan oh, yeah. is. You know, be like, oh, that's a really great slogan, and the jingle a, is yeah, exciting. A really neat video. I'm telling you, it could have me riveted right. the whole time. But the only dude yeah. that's going to be naked in this room is me. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> when she was uh, first lady, what did her husband do? Slaughtered Christians in Serbia. She would love to see the death of all Christians. I kid you not. Do not think for a second 
That that woman, if she had the chance, would put people like me in concentration camps. Would put Christians in concentration camps. You've been saying this about fucking Obama for eight years, you fucking twat. You're still fucking in your missionary room with your fucking diaper, Jesus. (laughs) Giving a fucking speech. Nobody's coming after you, man. Nobody cares. Shit, I don't even care. I know. You know what? I care so little. Fuck this guy. We'll move on to the next guy. We're done. Like, what the fuck? So for this time, Tom, we read chapter 11. Oh, yeah, we did, buddy. Was, um, Global Babylon. Sure, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking Babel. It's, it is. This one is, this one is, I think, uh, pretty much word salad. It's, a, it's like, it's like getting your word salad tossed. It's think, not even more. that pleasant. No, no, okay. it's not even that pleasant. You can't, you can't even push back and moan a little. You know what I mean? Like caliente. So, uh, it's not. so it's not. we have our quizzes. There's no amount of showering, by the way. Mm, I just, no. let's just pause you really real quick. Can't. You really like, can't. I don't like you could, I, you could a, bleach the fuck out of that. Pluck mm, every hair, bleach it ouch. wax ouch. it. Dude, you're Italian, buddy. And then well, I'm not talking seem, about me. I'm just saying. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. Generally else. speaking, I'm about, like okay, mm. let's just say we had a hairless mole rat person. Okay, so an Asian, an Asian. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So uh, we have we have, and then you you bleach their asshole, and then did any of the other cleanup necessary? Even if you fucking filled it with potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have a, a quiz. It's about five questions long. Oh, I've only got three. I'll go oh, first. Three. All right. All right. And then we'll do our synopsis. Oh, I did not have any IQs made this time. I'm sorry. But and also Sarah did not read for us. Uh, I found again this this uh, this this it, particular chapter had no nothing long, long paragraph that was worth reading. So I just didn't. That's fair. Com 300 is <laughs> a. Yes. It is the list of the 300 most reptilian families as described by a contact of David Icke who worked in a high level of of the financial world, particularly in Switzerland. (laughs) B, the plot of a new film where the defenders of the hot gates at Thermopylae use interpersonal communication to negotiate with Xerxes. It's, that may be that's a that's a viable option. C, the pay-per-view channel that plays hot gaping anal princesses on rotation. No, that's 314. D, a required class for communication majors taught by that total dickwad professor that requires everyone to fill out a form that proclaims nonverbal communication is not dead. Those are your options. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to go with A. A. Uh, it is A, it, it turns out. All right. All right, good, your turn. Good. Cecil, uh, Skull and Bones is just one of the many influential secret societies that exist to control stuff. Mm-hmm. Not sure what, how, or why. Probably lizards. Name some others. A, Chapter 322, Brotherhood of Death, Roundtable Network, Eastern Establishment, Templars. B. <laughs> I thought those were our choices. That's, okay, that's, all right, that's fair. Biscuits and gravy, uh-huh. corn muffins, travel pillows, potato dumplings. Okay, those are like C, Peter, Paul, and Mary, mm-hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh-huh. the brothers Karamazov. Okay. I'm going to go with A. I think it's A. <laughs> that, it's just it it's just, a random list of it's garbage. Just, it's just it's really just as, a random list. It's like it's like naming shit that's in your junk drawer. Right? It's, it's just like scissors, <laughs> tape, an old sock. Like it's just it's just random it shit. It really is. All right. George Stephanopoulos. Yes. A. Good man. 
took part in white in the whitewater controversy, which disappointingly has nothing to do with rafting. <laughs> B became the supreme reptile road road scholar ruler of the planet Earth, the lower fourth dimension, and the inner tubes. Once Bill Clinton, Ramsey's PSO Bush, stepped down from office. C is a full foot shorter than any other human male. <laughs> but that's because he's a reptile and coiled and ready to strike. Nice. Or D is somehow used in the same se- same part of the book that says the leaders of the future are not decided by an election. They are reared and manipulated to hold these positions at a very young age. The position of leadership he is currently holding is the first in line for coffee at ABC. Well, it's definitely D. It's definitely D. He even says, he even says that in that line. He's like, he's Clark like, Taylor from, from a young age, he's like, even babies. I'm just, just like, I love that it's what? George Stefan. I'm like, he's just an ABC guy. I know he used to be part know, of the Bush, but it's uh, like, part, of the, part of the Clinton administration, but he's just a guy who does fucking political commentary. And the thing is, like, he's a political analyst for ABC. Even when this book was published, he was a political analyst for ABC. It's not like he fucking he was going to be like George Stephanopoulos was going to be running for president someday. Anybody that thinks George, even George Stephanopoulos doesn't think he's important. You know, like he walks in his own door and he's like, honey, uh, uh, never mind. I got a true and false I'm going to throw in here real quick. All right. True or false? The Skull and Bones organization is deeply racist and funded on drug money. Therefore, George Bush, a member of the Skull and Bones organization, is deeply racist and funded by drug money. Yeah, I love that. I love it. He's not. He's. He, I think he calls him like the world's like most prolific drug dealer. He does at one point. Yeah. George Bush. George Bush. Yeah. George Bush isn't cool enough to deal any drugs. <laughs> Cecil, why did the Brotherhood? who has been in control since man first ooked and ocked and wiped their asses with tree leaves, decide to start World War I. Mm. A, because fuck Archduke Ferdinand, that's why. <laughs> B, because lizards love trenches and hate digging, and the trench warfare allowed them to outsource it. <laughs> C, as a massive problem-reaction solution to destroy the global status quo, so allowing them to rebuild a post-war world in their image. Hmm? Or D, the aristocrats. <laughs> <laughs> it's D. It's the aristocrats. It is D. What can a 33-degree Freemason do that a 32nd-degree Freemason cannot? <laughs> a, get polio. <laughs> B, break masonry with their bare hands. C, anal. <laughs> D, measure three things correctly with a protractor. Or E, become president. <laughs> become president. <laughs> I would have also accepted get polio. I like that. Yeah. That's great. Cecil, how do you avoid being unwittingly used as an assassin by the Order of the Black oh, Hand? I, I'm curious now. A, no matter how cute they seem, don't buy the Girl Scout cookies. Okay, that's fair. B, just before you finish, switch to your own hand and shout... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I do C, it anyway, so. don't kill anyone. Okay. Or D, kill people, but do it for the love of the game. <laughs> it's B. I would accept C or D, would, actually. Uh, B. It's, it's B. You got to switch. All right. You missed my last one. Let's do it. Without looking, figure 22 depicts the following things leading one to another. Okay. Which choice is it? A, physiological, to safety, to love and belonging, 
to esteem to self-actualization. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Maslow? Did you write that, Maslow? B, email to Facebook, to Twitter, to YouTube, to Reddit, to closed door, to porn. C. I call that Thursday evening. Global elite to communism slash fascism <laughs> to second world war to United Nations. Hmm. D. File to temporary orders to service to service of process to response to negotiation to trial to order of dissolution or e drinks to panel to that's not so bad to, you have anything bigger to winning the gold medal in the speed shitting competition. Well, I'm very familiar with C. Okay, uh, well, but uh, yeah. C is C, C is, is not it. it. Yeah, C is it? No, C. C is it. The that's global elite. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the judgment for dissolution. Oh no, no, that's D, my friend. Oh, that's D, my favorite my one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah judgment. D for divorce. Yeah. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I'm right there. <laughs> it's the big D. <laughs> Defense. I, now the synopsis of this, I could have just left it one sentence. So the first sentence could cover it, but I did add two more. Okay. Every famous rich person in history oppressed <laughs> Africa was the cause of World War One, World War Two, the Cold War, and the UN. And the Russian Revolution. Yeah, so that's that's yeah. I could just leave it at that, but I'm gonna go on. The Rothschilds still control Israel. Also, the World Health Organization decides what population gets infected with what disease. Then they provide vaccines that cause untold harm to the physical and spiritual well being of billions. This book, Cecil, <laughs> is just regret. It has caused me unharm or harm to my spiritual and I have done some being. shit that I've regretted. Agreeing to read this book is on the top. No, it's not. But it's in the top 40. <laughs> <laughs> is Casey Kasem going to count him down? He'll be like, Tom's top four, top four regret is a long distance dedication from his ex-wife. <laughs> Uh, so next week yes we are super excited chapter 12 the black sun is going to be read with us by Stuart from the exposing pseudo astronomy podcast he has already started reading this god-awful chapter and will also be coming with a quiz so we should really enjoy that particular uh segment a lot i would i think it'll be a lot of fun i will be someone else also inflicted with pain by reading this book in the name of Jesus, we speak that. This story is also right wing watch. This is David Barton, uh, discredited historian. Christian, I'm always going to say it every single time. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Christians who refuse to vote for Donald Trump will have to answer to God. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Here's David Barton. Yes, David, I do. Um, I'm out here in California, and I'm, I'm very involved and in Christianity. I really believe really a lot in it. I'm very involved in Christianity. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're very involved in Christianity. I'm very involved in Christianity. You know what I do? I, go, I get crucified once a week whether I need it or not. Just, you know, every Sunday, it's like a cleanse. I get up there yeah. and I, I do the, the vaginal steaming and then, I, you know, sometimes I'll do it on the cross. I don't know. You know, it's it's fun. It's exciting. Very involved in Christian. What does it even that, mean? I don't know. 
I don't know what that means. But I, you could sort of hear this lady's voice. She sounds like a church lady. Like, so, the way totally she does. talks, she sounds like a church yeah. lady. Um, how do I explain to my Christian friends? They're all looking for the absolutely perfect presidential candidate. Well, fucking tell them we don't have one. Like, you know, they're looking for the perfect, I don't care what you what the fucking next word is. There's no such thing as the perfect and then noun. Sure. That's not something. Yeah. That's just not a thing. Just be like, you're going to fucking do what the rest of us do and settle. That's it. <laughs> and I've tried to explain to them, I don't know if I'm doing the correct way, so that's why I'm asking you, that the only perfect person that I know that could cal- qualify for a president of the United States would be Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's fucking dead, Hold even according to your mythology. Hold on a second. Oh, it's amazing. Jesus Christ. Jesus for president. Shouldn't you at least be able to like fucking hold jelly beans without them falling <laughs> out of your hands? He Shouldn't goes, that be a he goes prerequisite? A, he goes to slam his hand on the button. I can't hit it. I can't hit it. Can't, yeah, it just keeps going right through, through the hole every time. <laughs> I can't, yeah. Use your fingers. I don't want to. I use my, I use my palm. <laughs> just like the Christ. big kids. Jesus Christ Jesus for president. Christ. All right. Yeah, I feel the same way. <laughs> so stupid. What a stupid fucking thing to say. The only president, the only perfect president would be Jesus. You're an idiot. You're a fool. Could you imagine? God. Jesus gets voiped from fucking back then and now. He's like, wait. I don't. I. I don't. I literally understand nothing. I don't, I don't understand anything. <laughs> Could you imagine First trying all, to negotiate? I speak Aramaic. He's trying to negotiate with fucking like North Korea. It's just all the different things that he would have to do. It'd be amazing. He's just like, look, I, the fucking high technology was sandals in yeah, my day, exactly. right? Like, and I know he's running his sense, uh, in a, a, but I mean, actual uh, right here, you know, like our two candidates. And how do I explain that to them? Explain what to what, them? Are you what, their that leader? You can't vote for Jesus? I mean, what, I mean, is that what you're going to explain to them? But doesn't the, I? I don't know. But like, one has to assume that in this world where she's living, she's the leader. Yeah. Like, there are people more stupid than this woman <laughs> who are gathered around her, like, like blinking, fucking dead-eyed, dead, soulless, fucking eyes at this woman. Like, can you tell <laughs> us who the more best, much president is? Good for us, please. <laughs> I can't tell. I told them it was Jesus, and they didn't understand because they, they didn't know how. Are to you do kidding me? It. Yeah, are you? She's you the always, ringleader. You can write him in. That, but the, he doesn't even have to run uh, because they will pick out one little thing and say, "Well, see, he said that, or he believes this, or that." And and um, but I don't think neither one of them are perfect because there aren't, as I understand it. I hope I'm doing this right. That there is no perfect uh, candidate uh, on earth, a perfect person on earth. I don't. How can you give me some helps on how I can help these people or help me? Some helps. Some helps. Did she ask for more than one help? She did. She asked for multiple helps. Did she ask for help? She asked. She did ask for helps. She asked for helps on her maths. <laughs> <laughs> Understand how to do this. That's a very good approach to what you're doing because there is no perfect person. But often people who say that are looking for an excuse rather than a reason. And and so if they're looking for an excuse and not a reason, you're going to have to have about 50 different reasons for them. Uh, but that's a good one. Another one that you can use is, hey, look at Hebrews 11. It's our faith hall of fame. All the great heroes of our faith are there. Ooh. 
we would never elect them if they were put on the ballot in America because there's no way you're going to elect David. He's a great king, but yeah, he murdered Uriah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, normally, normally the, the party will vet you. For that. <laughs> they do vet for murder. That's a little tough in the they debate vet for murder. Although, yeah. admittedly, Trump could probably kill someone right now, and, and yeah, it probably would, wouldn't yeah. damage his, supporters his chances. Would be like, fine. With his it. his supporters would actually draw and quarter the body that right. he fucking murdered. They'd be like, yeah, whatever he wants, dead. It doesn't even matter. Somebody in the crowd would insist on wearing the skin. Yeah. That's just <laughs> that, that's just true. <laughs> Ask for their picture taken. Look, man, David is a great king, but he's fucking also a murderer. Those are your heroes. You know, my heroes growing up weren't murderers. I love the fact that it was amazing. He's looking back on this. Well, because fucking he's a Bronze Age fuckwad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, back then it was fucking, you know. It's like the whole world is fucking full of sharks. Yeah, absolutely. You got to fucking kill a few people. Totally understandable. Nowadays, we kind of frown on that, David. We don't really do a lot of the murdering anymore. And, and he slept with Bathsheba. That, that's adultery. We, we can't have a philander for president who murdered somebody. So David's out. Well, we, we fucking impeached Clinton for a BJ. Like, a, like you know. That is true. And, like, this guy's fucking murdering and fucking around. <laughs> He's like, and just like. Yeah. All right, look. And he's like, he seems lamenting, like, ah, oh, man, you can't do anything these days and get elected president. <laughs> a little murder, a little adultery. Come on now. Christians wouldn't vote for David, even though God's put him in the Faith Hall of Fame. Faith Hall the of Faith Fame. Faith Hall of Fame. Huh. God, it would be a boring Hall of Fame. Can you imagine that museum? Hey, kids, we're going to go to the Faith Hall of Fame. Why are you all killing yourselves? What? Why are you... <laughs> All right, I'll go myself. I'll go myself. The and we'll go thing, to the Ark. I don't give a fuck. The good thing about the Faith Hall of Fame, though, is that you wind up getting that coupon that you can keep reusing at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and that is, I like that a lot. And we sure wouldn't vote for Noah because he had a trouble with drunkenness. Once he got off the Ark, he um, he got drunk and his kids had to cover him up because he exposed himself. Yeah, okay. And exposed himself? Yeah, you know, yeah, I'll tell you, any president that exposes himself is probably not going to get elected <laughs> again, right? Yeah, yeah. Or anybody running for office. Like, could you imagine if fucking Trump, like, flashed a reporter? <laughs> 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 or he's standing there, like, with his dick hanging out at one of the conferences or something like that? You can't even, like, fault Noah for his fucking drinking problem. He's fucking 900 years old. He had to watch the genocide of the sure. world. Yeah, yeah. You know, that might, that might leave a fucking yeah. scar here or there. A little PTSD, I wonder. Yeah, yeah. right? It's like, because the thing is, like, that water recedes, and it's full of corpses now. Like, the earth is just full of yeah, corpses. Yeah, but they're bloated corpses now. Yeah, so drying that's- and <laughs> popping in the sun like fucking stinky raisinets. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Or Lot, are you kidding? Lot ended up sleeping with a daughter. He got drunk. Jesus Christ, these people are your Hall of Famers. Jesus Christ, he slept with his daughter? Great book, guys. Caliente. (laughs) (laughs) Please say it's an adult daughter. Please say it's an adult daughter. Please say it's an adult daughter. Doesn't even matter, though, I guess. I don't know. Please say it's a stepdaughter. I mean, if you're going to wish for something. If you're going to go for something like that, you might as well go stepdaughter. Or stepmom. Hey! (laughs) Maybe God's got a different standard than what we do. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. What a what a fucking insight David Barton is having right now. Maybe God doesn't care about Maybe God. adultery and incest and murder. Well then fucking what does he care about? Maybe God is a Bronze Age war god <laughs> who uh, who fucking really enjoys Bronze Age things. God damn. Like maybe God doesn't mind when you murder folks and fuck your 
daughter. Well, then that's a, that's our ethical. That's our yeah. great that moral absolute. Maybe at a national leadership level, there are people who do good things for the nation who have character flaws. Gideon, man, look what Gideon did, and he ends up in idolatry. Actually, on the same place where that he God did the the. The great stuff with the fleece. The great the stuff. The great stuff. What is he, Trump? It's good stuff. He does it's some the good more stuff. With good stuff. He did it against the bad people. He did it against the bad ones for the good ones, and he did great stuff. It's the great stuff and the good things and the uh, fuck on. Yeah, it's so funny because he's, he's completely apologetic when it comes to anybody from the Bible. You know, fucking uh, David fucking killed someone. Whatever. Who cares? Hey, fucking this other guy fucked his daughter. Who gives a shit? But everybody's fucking shitting in their own hands over fucking an email scandal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know, right? Like, everybody is fucking, right. it's end of the world when it comes to an email scandal or Benghazi or whatever. Right. But when it comes, at, at, we fucking, we have a, a, a microscope we're putting the opposite opposition on. But instead, we're, it's because what he's going to try to do here, I think, is he's probably going to try to say, like, look, nobody's perfect. And, you know, while I Trump believe is, it's called Pobody's Nerfect. Well, <laughs> While Trump is <laughs> hang in there, <laughs> while Trump is uh, uh, not Jesus or anywhere close to Jesus or really uh, says anything that Jesus ever said, he is in fact the best choice. I he think doesn't have the do. vocabulary of Jesus's hammer. Yeah, like he's <laughs> he doesn't have the vocabulary of Jesus when he's on the cross, just swearing. You know? <laughs> he ends up building idols. And his sons end up following idols. I, and Eli, the great leader of Israel, he wouldn't discipline his sons. And that's why God took the priesthood away. But they were great leaders. And, and so that's another thing you can use is, hey, what God called great leaders wouldn't fit your litmus test. So maybe you need to catch up with where God is rather than expecting God to catch up with where you are. What, so we well, can what? have murderers run for office? What? That seems terrifying. What standards do, like, maybe God wouldn't, well, fucking according to your list, God doesn't give a shit about anything. What does God even give a shit about? He doesn't just, care. He doesn't what? care. You could do anything. Right. Like the vetting process for God is probably actually if you're a felon, you're better off. It, it seems like it. It seems like if you're like a drunken expo- – like you're, you're, you're walking around drunk, killing people, fucking your, your daughter or whatever, exposing yourself. And Carving he's like, things. Right. Yeah. He's like, I'm just doing a little fuck whittling. That's all right. It's, <laughs> what are you fuck kidding whittling. me? I love it. <laughs> and the other thing to do is it kind of goes back to – the concept of voting is not a right. It's a responsibility. They think, well, if I don't participate, that's fine, because I've got a, a conscience excuse. God will understand that I couldn't vote for somebody immoral. Yeah, but that's the wrong approach. The approach is God wants you to be locked in that room with the ballot box and say, don't come out until you vote. Well, how do you fucking they didn't invent voting? How, the how fuck would you, you know? know? Fucking voting wasn't a thing. They didn't, they didn't vote on the next best king. It was all kings back in fucking... Garbage time for this garbage shit was written. <laughs> I mean, come on! Welcome to garbage time. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We fuck our daughters in garbage time. Like, well, who wants to live like that? Don't wait, know. wait. What are you gonna I do? Don't I don't know. But I'm probably gonna shit outside right. and fuck my daughter. Like well, it's a terrible world. Essentially, it's a caste system too. Right. Like you live in a world that's like a caste system, garbage world. That's why it's garbage. Nobody times. cares. Right. Where where you can be conscripted into the fucking <laughs> army and get stabbed to death tomorrow. <laughs> It's a worst, terrible worst world it's ever. A, it really is. Like, Where the other side could have iron chariots and you just automatically. And you're just like, oh, iron chariots. What about uh, if God comes? Uh, God can't do fuck all about iron chariots. Can vote for an iron chariot, though? I would, I'm going to write in iron chariots. <laughs> and if you have that approach, then you're going to have to find the best you can of what's there and vote for it. 
Our founding fathers understood that, that they dealt with it in accountability. They believe out of the Bible that we will stand before God one day and will answer for everything we've said and thought and done. The verses are very clear on that. Jesus Christ. Everything I've said, thought, or done? I don't want to answer for the things I've How thought. How long does it take to go through all that? I, Jesus, this review is going to take forever, and right? I might not even get a raise. I know I'm not getting a raise. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If it's everything I've thought, uh, I'll just I'll just go ahead and save you some time and head downstairs. Uh-oh. Right? But like, the good thing is, is if you thought of fucking your daughter, you're totally fine. You're, yeah, you're well, fucking, actually, gold. it's like, well, here's some shit you thought of. Like, well, none of that's that. But none of it is bad. I'm just look none over of it the is fucking bad shoulder. as fucking murdering another person. Right. Yeah. I, all you got to do is look over and be like, wave to David. Like, what's up, bro? Yeah. I have not killed anybody. I can't wait till they take my picture to put you next to you in the fucking Holy Hall of, Hall of Fame. Fame or whatever. <laughs> the glory Holy Hall of <laughs> Fame. And so the way they see it going down is you're there and God says, hey, I gave you your life. What'd you do with that? And we, we give account. And I gave you your family. What'd you do with that? And we explain that to God. And I gave you your possessions. What'd you do with that? And we have to explain that to God. And oh, It's going to take so Jesus long. Christ. Did it? Was he just not paying attention? And it's just, it's like, oh, yeah, you weren't involved in my life at all. Why the fuck am I answering to you? Right. The fuck, man? Maybe you fucking literally omniscient. Like, why do yeah. I have to say it out loud? Yeah, also, can't we just do this in an instant? Why do I have to fucking talk to you? God, no wonder it's eternity. It fucking Jesus. takes so long to get through the interview. <laughs> and then he says, I gave you your country. What'd you do with that? Ooh. Well, I didn't do anything because I didn't like any of the guys. Really? You think God's going to buy that? Matthew 25 and Luke 19, the guy who was given something to do and didn't do anything with it, he is the one who got in trouble with the master. And so he's going to say, I, I gave you a vote. What'd you do with that vote I gave you? Well, I, I couldn't use it for anybody. How much shit did this fucking guy give me? Well, it's everything fuck? I've ever had? Well, what if I live in a fucking electorally fucking useless state? What, what if I live in fucking Texas, man? Or what if I live in Indiana that always votes red? Or I live in fucking, you know, New York that's always blue and I'm a fucking total bigot and I want to be a bigot for God, but my vote doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, I want to be a bigot every time. Like, I would kill a black person, God. <laughs> you could put him in the ballot booth with me. I will smother him with my fucking ballot god <laughs> but i fucking my vote does nothing now i'm gonna get judged for that what a dick yeah what if what if you like you you're in, you live in saudi arabia and you're like you die and you go to fucking interview heaven or whatever and it's like what'd you do with your vote well, fucking, i didn't get one i lived in saudi arabia you gave me a fucking dickbag king sure I got fucking nothing. What'd you do with your country? Again, nothing. I was, I was investigated by the witch progress. I don't know. A it's, it's just, Does that help? You stuck me in this fucking hellhole. Lost four fingers in a chopper off machine. machine. And again, we're back to Matthew 25 and Luke 19, where the, Jesus turned to him and said, wait a minute, you didn't do anything with what I gave you at all? And that's the one who got thrown in outer darkness. <laughs> outer darkness. No, that was, that, was a, that was a show that sort of mixed the two. It was... A mixture of Outer Limits and Twilight Zone. I like it. And it's the Outer Darkness. It's a little... It, so little, it didn't it, last real long? It was edgy. It was yeah, a little too gotcha. edgy. Too yeah. edgy for yeah, me. Yeah, Rod Serling would walk out with a joint in his mouth instead. <laughs> so that mentality that this is my choice is the wrong choice. It should be this is my accountability. I will account to God and I have to vote because he put that ballot in my hand and I'm going to have to account to him for what I did with it. And I can't use the false standard of i got to have somebody perfect because there's nobody perfect except for Jesus. And by the way, when he was on earth, they didn't think he was perfect. We only think he's perfect now. Back then, they called him a wine-bibber and a glutton. He had all sorts of campaign ads run against him. What the f- 
Yeah, they used to take out billboards back then. Campaign, campaign ads. Campaign ads against other rabbis. That's what was he running for? Rabbi. What the campaign ads? He was, he was running for a money changer. <laughs> <laughs> And all he did was he got pissed off because he didn't get got it. Mad. That's when he stormed in and had his fucking – his temper tantrum yeah, in the temple. Exactly. Burr, started burr, burr. started so flipping mad. over. Fuck. And lucky he didn't run for dog catcher. <laughs> Jesus. Lucky he didn't run for pig catcher. Yeah, he runs exactly. him right off the cliff. Exactly. So it, nobody, nobody's going to fit the criteria. So let's get God's mind on this thing rather than finding, finding excuses. Some of that, maybe that will help you, Jane. Maybe not. Everybody, if they're looking for an excuse, you'll never be able to give enough reasons. Somehow you've got to get their, their head and their heart together that you will answer to God for what you do with that ballot and what you do with this country. And at that point, if they don't understand that, then they're not going to get involved at all. He could have shortened that to tell your friends to stop being a bunch of lazy cunts. Yeah. That was the whole thing. Like, it, took, it, took, it, it took that long to get to the point where he's finally just like, yeah, just got to vote for who you fucking got. Fucking vote. That's but you it. really have to vote, yeah. right? What he really wanted to express was, please, 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 whatever you do, don't let Hillary get in. Yeah, right, right. That, that's the whole he, thing. What that's he's, it. He's, he, this, in a nutshell, is strategic voting. Yeah, and I'm in a strategic a voter. In a nutshell, this is right. strategic voting. So it's not that he's saying anything new. Yeah, but I think he just maybe had to talk real slow for that. He lady. just uh, maybe you know uh, she's I mean? fucking dumbfounded. She's yeah. gonna go back to her coven of dipshits and be like. <laughs> I don't know. David Barton said vote. Oh, 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 the rest of it I forgot. Want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google+, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash dissonance pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis. If you can't spare any money, take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big heartfelt glory hold to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. All right, this is also from Right Wing Watch. Um, this is Lance Wallenie. Trump's wall isn't about Mexico. It's about biblical prophecy. So this is, hold on a second, this is a Seven Mountains Dominionist advocate. So just keep that in mind. Now, Dominionism, uh, we've talked about on the show before, but that's that fucking, those are those idiots. Oh, those? I thought it was like a seven-layer burrito. I didn't realize. It is not quite so mm. delicious, my friend. Mm. Not quite so delicious. The Dominions, remember when they, yeah, they did yeah, the, no, like, they had fucking arts and entertainment. They always get the purple pipe. They do. Oh, what Cyrus does that is important for us is he makes a decree. He makes a decree, and you'll find it in Ezra, like chapter one, verses one through four. I certainly will not find it there. Because I will never read Ezra, chapter, anything, verse, whatever the fuck. This is like Ira Glass's brother, right? Ezra Glass. Ezra Glass. <laughs> the Cyrus decree ends the period of spiritual captivity and deterioration over the territory that he was ruling, over, over Israel. He opened a gate, Stephen. He opened a gate in heaven with a proclamation so that all the prophecies and prayers that were stored up for Jerusalem 
could suddenly begin to be manifest, beginning with the house of God getting revived. Wait wait a minute, wait a minute. In heaven there was a gate, and in the gate they put the prayers behind the gate. Yeah, no. Then they opened the gate and all the prayers fell out. Yeah, so like when you're a kid and like – did you ever send a letter to Santa Claus? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, imagine you have a big bag of letters to Santa Claus. Okay. You stand over Jerusalem from heaven and you dump them down like falling snow onto all the children. I hate you. That's how it works. I hate you. I think it's pretty easy to understand. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like heaven is like some kid who cleaned his room just by stuffing everything in his closet. You know, and like mom His comes mom by and opens the door, opens like, the door and, sh- and then dies. <laughs> and continuing on through Darius. And to Artaxerxes till Nehemiah. What? <laughs> what? What is that? Is that is that when you choke fuck somebody? Is that what that is? Artaxerxes. Is the Artaxerxes. Yeah. Hey there, sweetheart. Are you into autoeroticism and or Artaxerxes? Artaxerxes. <laughs> no, I'm gonna stick this fucking banana peel up your fucking anus. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, what, Jesus, that man. that's what that is. Why the peel? Because well, I, I ate, ate the banana. The banana. <laughs> I was hungry before you got here. Before- <laughs> I ate this before you got here. <laughs> I'm willing to do ass play, but only on stuff that I never have to touch again. <laughs> so if you could just shit that into the garbage can, everybody would be happy. <laughs> and then if you could take the garbage out of your way out. <laughs> and spray a little Febreze. If you could do all those things, totally down. Uh, oh, who has two thumbs and is ready for ass play? <laughs> this, this guy. <laughs> Your idea of ass play is very strange. <laughs> I haven't even found the pet yet. Come on now. Where's the goat come in? Oh, I don't know. Let me tell you. <sighs> on the basis of Cyrus' decree, petition to build the wall. And then I started looking at, my gosh, this whole, there's more prophetic dialogue on Trump than Christians realize. This whole thing about building a wall isn't about Mexico. It's about... Walls aren't new! The wall, is, the wall as a concept is not a new concept. <laughs> We've been building walls yeah. for some time. It's like Sometimes. the first thing anybody ever built! Yeah. It's seriously, I've got a fucking two-year-old. He fucking stacks a thing on another thing. He built a wall! Look at him go! Does he throw other Mexicans behind it? He though? does, yeah. yeah. We have we, we put little Mexican babies yeah. behind it. Yeah. Subjugate early. We just want him to know he's better than they are. <laughs> you know, he's saying, like, he's not really talking about building a wall in Mexico. No, he's fucking talking about a literal wall, guy! Yeah, like an actual wall. Like, it's a wall. fucking real wall! Right. He wants to build it! It's a, don't make him into some kind of fucking like prophetic dude who's talking about a metaphorical wall because it isn't fucking metaphorical. Yeah. He doesn't even know what that word means. I know, yes. This guy, Trump could not, <laughs> he could no more build a metaphor than he could build this wall. Exactly. Mexico, it's about, in the Bible, from my perspective, Nehemiah's project. Oh, my God. The Nehemiah project. Yeah, Nehemiah was a bullfrog, though. So. <laughs> he was a good friend of mine. <laughs> was to restore the boundaries around that which had collapsed. Well, build a wall better and you won't collapse. Man, no shit. That's what happens when fucking biblical days. You don't have OSHA. They should have had the Mexicans build it and pay for it. <laughs> that's, a hell of a, that's a hell of a thing to ship the Mexicans over to Israel. Though, just, 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 they got to ship them right, ship back. Them right back. So rude. Where God's people were concerned. I think that uh, in the Bible, building a wall has to do with, like, Proverbs 25. A man without self-control is like a city without walls. It's broken down. Our fiscal situation is Are broken down. Are you serious? 
that's what you're going with on this is that Trump is fucking metaphorically going to use a wall. He's going to Trump is going to use a wall metaphor to fix our fucking economy. I don't think either of those things are fucking possible. No, it, it, OK, Trump is not using metaphors for anything. Right. Sure. That we've already established. That. Yeah. The man. The man can't use metaphors. He can't use similes. He can't use most of the English language. He is not. This, this he's, man's, on, he's only right. qualified to do automatopoeia. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> Boom, bang, zip, pow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just yelled crunch for 15 minutes. I don't understand. Our race relations are broken down. Our definitions of, of sexuality and gender are broken down. I believe that if Trump is allowed to be president, there will be a release of that uh, stored-up potential that we've been praying, fasting, and prophesying into for the last 20 years for revival in America. I, do, I couldn't fucking guess what that means. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm going to read that. I, I believe that if Trump is allowed to be president, okay, I'm, I got you, there will be release of that stored potential that we've been praying, fasting, and prophesying into. How do you prophecy into something? For the past 20 years for revival in America. I literally don't know what that sentence means at all. I have no idea what that Again, means. Again, it, it's, it's referring back to the beginning of the, of the, of the thing when he's talking about you know store, what this means? storing up all your goodwill to fucking let like it loose. Like a squirrel with yeah, no, chipmunk? They're, yeah, they're no, they're storing fucking nuts yeah, they're, or whatever. They're keeping in their cheeks. Yeah, absolutely. And then he's going to he's going to acorn prayers. Yeah, they're going to ejaculate all those acorn prayers all over America because that's what we've been wanting for 20 years was a president. We've been hoping and praying really, really hard, Tom. That's what it means. It means we've fasting. Hope. Well, some people have been fasting. I haven't been. Not the people who listen to Jim Baker. But nobody in America is fasting. We're the fattest country on earth. We're terrible at fasting. The Republicans are the fattest ones. Uh, I, I would disagree. I mean, fucking McDonald's now has breakfast all day. <laughs> but I think it touches on something else, Stephen, which is interesting about Trump. There's literally nothing, nothing inter- interesting. There's about nothing Trump. interesting about Trump. No, his hair. Mm, no. That, that, yeah, you're right. Mm, no, actually, no. you got me there. Yeah. Yeah. And that is that. And it's a strange territory, I know. But if God can anoint a secular individual, then. They they are operating, in a sense, with God's wisdom and guidance on them. And Trump has a remarkable and, and uncelebrated, I think, or perhaps I should say uh, unappreciated prophetic gifting. Hold on. Hold hold on. Hold, what it the fuck is prophetic gifting? Is that where you really know what somebody wants for Christmas? <laughs> like, don't tell me. Don't even put it on your Amazon wish list. I just know. I have a gift for prophetic gifting. I have a gift for prophetic <laughs> gifting. <laughs> but what if someone has a gift for your gift of prophetic gift? Fuck. It's like a series of reversing mirrors this or something. This is like Inception the gifting. <laughs> you open up the box, you just get swallowed inside <laughs> by the singularity you've created. <laughs> As a businessman, he kept us mentioning to us when I was talking to him about how leadership is vision. It's the ability to see see what's unfolding and make something happen. He said leadership is about seeing the future. And then I started realizing what he sees with radical Islam, what he sees with the $22 trillion debt, that's the point when everything breaks, he said. What he said, what he said to us about the cities in America, inner city tinderboxes that are, could explode, such as happening now. What he said about Brussels as a community that had been transformed Right at the point where the media was picking on him for saying it, there was the terrorist incident that happened. He saw the Brexit before it happened. Oh, my God. All these things are fucking 
all post hoc rationalizations. Because For here's sure. the thing. Fucking Trump has probably said some other shit that none of it has ever come true. Right. Right. And it's not like any of this stuff like Brexit isn't something that was like, oh, I mean, there, nobody knew it was going to happen until it happened. No, it's fucking there was debates about whether yeah. or not it should happen. And then there was polls and then there was discussion and then there was talk and then there was voting. So you had I mean, you had a fucking 50 percent chance. There's only two options. And then to say fucking a terrorist attack happened somewhere in Europe. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's not that hard to it's guess. It's not that hard to guess. Like all this stuff is super easy. Right. What about all the crazy shit he said? Now, when I listen to his speech describing in his uh, nomination speech, uh, the future, it's amazing to me that the left, uh, from Barack Obama all the way through to CNN and everybody else, criticized his message as being dark and dystopian, when in fact he's merely describing the like a Churchillian gift. It's either a Churchillian gift or a chimichurri gift. And a chimichurri is always a good gift. I'll take the chimichurri, chimichurri gift. Is always Maybe it's a, a chinchilla gift. gift. you got to fucking mm. give that guy a dust bath. Yeah, or a skin and knife. <laughs> <laughs> He'd make a fine coat. He'll make a fine wristband. <laughs> he wouldn't make good gloves. He's got those little hands. That's very true. Yeah, little yeah. fingers. I, I, think, I think that, again, this person is basically saying, oh, well, look, he's got this fucking prophetic vision. You know, you're saying it's dark, but really it's prophetic. No, it's just dark. It's no, just, he's just picking you know, all the bad shit so he could scare people into voting for him. Because the way you fucking do that as the fucking party on the outside is you demonize the party that's inside by saying they did a bunch of scary shit. Well, plus, this is like, this is this is the uh, master class of the Republican Party. It always has been. It's to sell fear. Yeah. They've been selling fear like that's that's their that's their that's their fucking go to sales pitch since nine eleven. Yeah, even right? even be when afraid, they're, yeah. be very very afraid. What am I afraid of? Just be more afraid. You're not afraid fast enough. That's the whole exactly. Pitch. Even when even when they were running the country, they were still selling fear. Right. They weren't. They weren't. You know. You look at a lot of the the, the Democratic speeches when they were running the country for the past eight years. Like, oh yeah, fucking it's it's not bad. It's everything's good or whatever, or at least getting better, et cetera. The, uh, the Republicans no. were not like that at all. They were like terrorist, 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 nine eleven, terrorist, terrorist, nine eleven, Barack Hussein Obama. You and the thing is, like, you've got to do that when you don't have. It's funny he talks about vision when you don't actually have a vision. The Republican Party is a party like con- conservatism as an ideology says this is no good. Let's go back in time, yeah. right? Let's go back in time and do things the fucking leave it to beaver way, right? The, the fucking, and we've talked about this before, like they want to go back to a non-existent golden age of Americana, which was never real and never happened, but they all seem to believe that it did. But they can't do that if things are going well, because people would be like, well, things are going fine. I don't want to, I don't want to fucking go back in time. I'd like to either, you know, stay in the status quo if things are fine or move forward with, with other yeah. ideas of progress. Yeah. Conservatism requires fear in order for it to have any foothold. What is on the horizon? And it's interesting. I mentioned uh, that Trump reminds me of Churchill in this sense. Yeah, they both look like giant babies. Yeah, yeah what's they the big look deal? exactly alike. Yeah. Right, they're misshapen yeah. lump people. They're giant, lumpy humans. Because Churchill was booed out of office for raising the disturbing point that Hitler was a threat and that Germany had to be dealt with when nobody else wanted to deal with it. That's the reason why they called him in back out of exile, because like Trump, he had a way of agitating people with the perception he had of things to come. Visionary Donald Trump. Those words have never been used in conjunction. And if they ever get spoken again in this studio, (laughs) I will murder you. Well, speaking of visionary Donald Trump, let's let's play a piece uh, of Donald Trump's uh, talk with Bill O'Reilly. We don't want to play the whole thing. 
But we do want to play the piece where he's talking about talking to police officers. You wouldn't do we that. You keep them in there. These people. No, I never said. I never even heard the term. I'm not going to put them in a detention well, center. Well, you, no. you cited uh, Dwight Eisenhower. Probably... Mr. Trump, you cited well, Dwight, Eisenhower Dwight Eisenhower on this program. Was a, it was in 1952. Right. Who, by the way. Okay, so what he's talking about here is he's talking about immigrants, illegal immigrants. And they're going to try to put them in a they, what what currently happens now. Fucking Donald Trump has fucking he's an idiot because he has no idea. Right. They take these people off the streets. Some of them, I think, probably justly if they you know were criminals in some way, right? Other people that are not criminals that you know that do get deported for people, that, yeah, right? that are just people, right? Um, so they take these people off uh, off the street, and then they wind up taking them and putting them in these detention centers and they are in these detention centers for a goodly amount of time because they have to go through the court system. So right. it takes them a while. That's why these detention centers even exist. Now, Bill is telling him, Hey, what are you going to do? You're going to make more detention centers. Cause if you start collecting more of these people, you have to give them due process. You have to have more federal judges to be there to actually fucking do all the work. You're asking, you know, this, you're putting a brand new workload on these people, a right. lot more workload right. than they currently have. You're at least that's what you're saying. Now they're, they're working. And Donald Trump even admits this a little earlier in the speech. We're not, we didn't play. He admits that fucking Bush and Obama are actually, they actually do. They did do this. They, they started deporting people. Right. He doesn't think they deport enough people. So what he's going to suggest is to do more work. Well, you can't just take more work and say, OK, guys, we're just going to give you more work because these people are already staying in fucking detention centers for months at a time just waiting for trial. So you got to get more public attorneys. you got to get more fucking judges. you got to get more fucking detention centers. You have to get more people that are going to be able to, like the security guards that are able to watch them, more planes that have to fly out, more buses to ship them places. you got to do a lot more work. Yeah, there's more infrastructure required. you got to do more work. Right, for and sure. he's saying we're not even going to put him in detention centers. I don't know what he's going to do. You're going to yeah. put him in a trebuchet? <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do with him? Uh, well, he's got this idea, and, and he'll, he'll, I was going to say expound on it, but you, you'll just be able to hear him sort of belch it from his face hole. He's got this idea that you that, that the system will just know. He, he always alludes to like yeah. this idea that like the system just knows who the good guys are and who the bad guys are, and then you can just get the goods and keep their get the bads and keep the goods. What do you make what? him play Twister? Like I, how do you figure it right. out? And anytime he's pushed on, he's like, ah, they know, they know. It's fucking. It's just a child's view. Yeah, it's a child's view. Or deported tremendous numbers. Well, he rounded them people. up. I mean, he did do that. He took them yeah. out. And so when you cited him as an example of someone that you no, would emulate, said, that's I, I what the that conclusion is. Yeah, I said that it's something that has been done in a very strong manner. I don't agree with that. I'm not talking about detention centers. I have very, very good relationships with a lot of people, a lot of Hispanic people. We're talking about it. We're going to get rid of the bad ones. The bad ones are going to be out of here fast. And you know there are plenty of bad ones. Gang leaders, gang leaders. Sure, sure. You look Absolutely. at Los Angeles. You see what's happening. Right. They're going out fast. They're going to be out of here so fast your head will spin. That's just not even true. Like the fucking right. the bad ones, like, like as soon as somebody is caught in our criminal justice system and they're found out to be from another country, an illegal immigrant, and they're they, – they, they deport those people. Those people get deported. It's not like we're like, oh, hey, cool. Why don't we just house them? Like, fucking, they don't do that I at know, all. I know. It, it, the, guy, the guy seems to just have this idea, again, that, like, that there's this secret 
list of the good ones and the bad ones or that you can just walk out and there's a fucking scarlet g or a scarlet b on everybody's chest and you just be like hey are you a good one or a bad one you know yeah and then you just grab all of them and you don't give them to but but, you know part of me thinks like he doesn't he doesn't know that you have to give people due process part of me thinks he has no idea doesn't realize that that you have to that, that there's a process these guys are entitled to i don't think he knows or cares he just thinks that there's going to be a magic gathering of the bad ones. Sure. Oh, you know, you know how they can tell the difference though is that if you lift up their shirt, it says "Good Life" or "Thug Life." Ah, Those yeah, are the ways in go. which you can tell. Right. If you can, if I don't they know. Have that <clears throat> shirt check. Yeah. You have to like. It, it's like foot check when you're in high school. You know, you just walk up like shirt check, and you know, fucking lift it up and show them your belly. Show them your show them your rock right. hard six pack. That is not. I will show them my belly, belly, <laughs> <laughs> my pork belly. I, you know, and the other thing too is he, he he might say something like, "Oh, we know who these people are." Yeah, you might know who a gang member is who is fucking also somebody who you'd want to deport if you got a hold of him. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you could just instantly be like, "Oh, great, I fucking know exactly where he's at." Well, plus it doesn't even matter. Like if if I'm the police right now, right now I can already do this. As far as the rest, we're going to go through the process like they are now, perhaps with a lot more energy, and we're going to do it only through the system of laws. Okay. With a lot more energy? We're going to use it with more energy. The fuck are we'll you talking about? We'll burn some coal about? or something, man. I don't know. Uh, fucking solar power. That is he just going to make them work faster? Like I, is that what he's saying? We're going to do, do it with more energy. Good. Now I want to play you. And by uh, the way, Bill, that are in existence. I know. I mean, they haven't enforced immigration law since Ronald Reagan in this country. Everybody knows that. Yeah, except for fucking everybody doesn't know that. And fucking Obama fucking deported more people than George Bush. You moron. Now let's turn to violent crime. I want to play a short soundbite of what you said uh, recently. Go. The chaos and violence on our streets and the assault on law enforcement are really and truly an attack against all peaceful citizens if i'm elected president this chaos and violence will end and it will end very very quickly so how (laughs) i love even bill (laughs) o'reilly fucking bill o'reilly yeah the guy who would at this point kill a hooker to have you in office right yeah he would strangle a hooker for you don let's let's be honest he would kill the hooker just for Bill O'Reilly. And to be honest, yeah, he probably would just kill her. Just he's fine. He but Bill O'Reilly is doubling down. Like, fucking, what is the plan? I think he's desperate for him to elucidate an actual plan. I think that's where the desperation comes. Like, fucking just please have a plan for one of the crazy things you say. You have in Chicago a problem. That's, did you know that murders in Chicago are up 50% this year from last year? I know it. I know <laughs> it very well. And they, can't, and they can't solve it. They can't solve it. State of Illinois... City of Chicago can't do well, it. Well, you know right? why they can't solve it? Because well, well, wait, I don't but, think no, I they know. have the right people in charge. So, that's easy. That's, that's the right easy. people in charge. That's super easy. That you know, the best part about that is is that it doesn't address any of the systemic problems. All you're doing is saying what we need is another top-down approach. When the top-down approaches didn't work, so real simple. Well, but, but, but beyond that, it's still a non-answer answer. You don't have the right people. Well, fucking then, who is the right person specifically? Name the person. So we as the people are going to be like, oh, your plan is to get Tom to be the cop or whatever it is. But he never does that. All he does is he alludes to categories of people. Mm -hmm. 
never actual people. He'll tell you, like, in this same clip, he'll be like, I talked to a guy, a really good guy. The guy was great. Yeah. And that's it. Well, and the We th- don't even know who he fucking talked to. He didn't talk to anybody. He's making it up. It's your fucking girlfriend in Canada, right? It's your fucking hot girlfriend from fucking downstate. Like, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't fucking mean anything. The thing, though, that I think that is the most important part that we're missing is the president has nothing to do with the politics right. in Chicago. The president can come in and, like, have a strong conversation with Rahm Emanuel – but it's not like the president can come in and say, hey, we need to fix the murder problem here. What the fuck is he going to do? Yeah, uh, Nothing. As the president of the I United d- States, I, fucking, mean, I, like you said earlier, yeah. when we were saying, there's like no jurisdiction here. What are you doing? Yeah. But he couldn't even – he doesn't even have a suggestion. And is he going to fucking mire himself in the minutia of every major city's fucking problems? Well, I th- I, no. He's not going to mire himself in minutia at all. Like and I and I am I am the fucking least interested like fucking micromanager in the world. Like I'm just like, oh, we have a broad category of problems. Here are some broad categories of solutions. But he can't even get that close. Right. Well, all right. So specifically, specifically, think, how do you think, do it? How do I, you do it? I know police in Chicago. If they were given the authority to do it, they would get it done. How? You have unbelievable. How? By being very much tougher than they are right now. To just be tough. You know, be more tough. What does that mean? Does that mean knock heads? Or does that mean arrest more people? They have police black sites here where you can fucking get arrested and just spend a bunch of time there. And disappear and be Nobody beaten. Nobody knows and, yeah. and get beat up. Fucking people get taken away for a long time. Fucking question in some weird fucking place. Like... Chicago's fucking shady as fuck, man. Like, there's some fucking shady shit that goes on in Chicago police departments as it is. They had a guy walking down the street away from the police, got shot fucking a 700 times. <laughs> do, you think that they, do you think it's that they don't funny. already do it tough, buddy? Right. Like, right. what the fuck, man? Yeah. You're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot if you don't think that they're already tough what are they gonna do man are they seriously gonna get a tommy gun out of fucking the locker to go shoot people with because that's really how fucking that's the only way to escalate the situation well he, right he, yeah let him go on though because he's you know he'll he'll expound on his oh point. i'm sure he will they're right now not tough i mean i could tell you this very long and quite boring story yeah literally anything you say is long, long and, and quite boring, boring. Yeah, except your little fingers but when I was in Chicago, I got to meet a couple of very top police. Very top. No, they're not the total top, but they're the very oh, top. Jesus. God, listening to this man speak hurts everything inside of yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Every single thing inside yeah. of me. I said, how do you stop this? How do you stop this? If you were put in charge to a specific person, do you think you could stop it? He said, Mr. Trump, I'd be able to stop it in one week. And I believed him 100%. Yeah, sure. With fucking martial law, shooting everybody on sight. There's plenty of ways to stop it in a week, none of which are lawful. Yeah, but, but even all of that, Cecil, even that, even what you just said is more than what he's offering. He's not offering anything. He talked to a very top cop, and the plan is I could stop it. That's not a plan. That's a declaration. Yeah. Hey, man, what's your plan to build an airplane? Well, my plan to build an airplane is flying it. is a lot of fun. <laughs> That's not, I mean, they don't even, they, they're fucking not, they're just generally related yeah. items. Right. How? Did he tell guy. you how he would be able to stop no, it? No, he just, he wants to use tough, he wants to use tough police tactics. Which would you ask? Oh, no, Bill's like, I, wait, what? How? Did he say how? And Trump's like, I don't fucking know. I don't get into the fucking, I don't get mired down in these details. I just talked to the very top cop. Warren, you have people being people. killed. Can't beat them up. You have to have a warrant to arrest them. You have to have. All I know is this: 
I went to a top police officer in Chicago who is not the police chief, and he I could see by the way he was dealing with his people. He was a rough, tough guy. They respected him greatly. I said, how do you think you do it? He said, Mr. Trump, within one week, we could stop much of this. But he didn't tell you exactly precisely. That's not how. That's when. They're different interrogatives, you stupid shit. Jeez, you can't. Somebody needs to stab him with a fucking ice pick in the brain just to fucking prod loose the right words. Isn't it crazy? He's he just none of that. It seems like he's fucking lying too to me. Like oh, he didn't like, talk to any it, very top top to anybody. You look at him, you're just like you're lying, dude. It's it's why when Bill O'Reilly, who's on his side. Backs him into a corner. He's like, I don't know. I talked to a very top cop. Actually have, because that's no, what and I didn't ask out. him because mm-hmm. I'm not the mayor of Chicago. But I tell you what, I sent his name in and I said, you probably should hire this guy because you have. He's a- he already a cop. He's a very top cop. I'm fucking already on the payroll. He's an unemployed, very top Ugh. cop, very rough and tough cop. Unless very he's, top, unless he's shorthanding this as hire him for the top position. I, right? Well, yeah, maybe. That's giving him the very best benefit of the doubt. God. It's the good benefit. Speak. Not the bad benefit. The Use good benefit. clarity. The better one. You know the expression, you have nothing to lose? Look at what's going on in Chicago. It's horrible. This guy felt totally confident that he could stop it in a very short period of time. So it's nationwide. It's a little bit like we could win the war a lot quicker if we'd let our generals do the job properly. Wh- which war? I'm sorry. I can't. This guy... The God. war on carbs, Tom. Right? Well, I, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Which war are we even... Re- I don't even know what war we're referring to at this point. Well, it's the one that we're not using our generals for. <laughs> right? <laughs> Where the general's like, I don't know. Did anyone ask Trump? Maybe he's got a very top general that we should hire to be a general. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a sign. Will general for <laughs> Will war for general? Like, that doesn't even make sense. This was a man. But you, but you have to have a strategy, tough. though. He's, <laughs> He's just tough. <laughs> He's just talking over him, too. He's like, this is a man who was tough. He was very tough, and I believed him. He was very believable. He had those hard, callousy hands. You know, not like little soft little podcast hands. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to get is you have yeah, to have well, a strategy. I'm sure he's got a strategy. I'm sure, I'm sure he, he does. He said he was I a didn't very tough guy. Ask him about it, Bill. Bill, you're supposed to be on my side here. <laughs> okay, but you're, you're going to be, if you're president, you're going to have to have your strategy. So let's just take a very oh, have, micro oh, okay. issue attacks on police, all right? So they're rising because uh, they're being, um, they're, police officers in some places are being demonized. And now uh, unstable people, people are, saying, are being coddled. OK, see, that's that's his line. Yeah. That's the line. Right there. That's what he wants to run with. And this is what uh, all those people that with the talk about the regressive left were talking about. Right. All those people that were remember when we had this conversation uh-huh. with Thomas. We had a conversation on atheistically speaking with Thomas about uh, people that were planning on voting for Trump specifically because they were angry with PC culture. Right. And this is what I think they're latching onto is his commentary on that. His commentary on how people are being coddled nowadays and how that's that is a um, it's a merit to some of these people who are, you know, viewing the race as quasi outsiders. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, for sure. That his anger, his vitriol, his hardline stance on everything is you just got to be tougher. You got to hit them harder. You got to throw bombs at the problem like that's that's that appeals to a yeah. certain demographic of neanderthalic idiots yeah i i 
you know, I wonder about the very concept of that. And we talked about it again on, on that atheistically speaking. We talked about it in depth, but you know, I, I I come back to it and revisit it, and I think you know we were talking about single issue voters. I mean, you're a single issue voter if PC culture is the thing that you're voting against. Oh my god! You know, I mean, you are a single issue voter. People All right. are being so. You're president. How are you going to stop attacks on police in the present climate? How does the president do that anyway? Ask real nice. I mean, what do you do? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know if it's... I, a- I know that the president goes out of his way to say, hey, man, maybe we should stop shooting people or whatever. I know that they can do that, but what what is the president... I mean, I seriously don't know what the president's job is when it comes to stopping people from attacking police officers. Yeah, I, I, th- I, think, the, I think the idea would be that the president would set a, like a national tone or, or create some kind of national conversation which would help to sort of bridge gaps or build unity i'm guessing could you could you could there be a law you would think of that would no i don't think it'd be anything that practical i think it would have to be more of like a um because i'm trying to think of like what do you do to the laws to stop people from doing it and the thing is is like people aren't looking to the laws beforehand anyway well there's already laws about shooting at cops well first of all we need somebody that's going to be a cheerleader for the police to an extent right now i just left the akron police and some other people and they are Terrific people. I left some people, and they were terrific people. Some other people were there. They were good people. And they feel like they're being left behind by our leadership. They're not being respected by our leadership, and they literally, they they don't have spirit. They lose their spirit. Every time something happens, All it's right, the so police's fault. Look, your tone is pro-police. You have to have, well, you how, have do you, to how do you stop the bad guys spirit. from attacking them? By giving them back your spirit and by allowing them to go and counterattack. I mean, it's ridiculous what's happening. That doesn't stop a counterattack. Oh, Jesus Christ. By giving them back their spirit. Can we go back to that for a second? Here's your spirit, guys. By giving them back their spirit. What are you going to put? Is Trump going to put on a cheerleader outfit and be like, I got spirit to give you. <laughs> like, what be the f- aggressive. <laughs> be, be unlawfully <laughs> aggressive. Like, <laughs> that's already the problem. That's like literally already the problem. Like he's like, hmm, I have a grease fire. Maybe more grease. So no, stupid. that didn't work. Maybe try more grease. It's really stupid because he's, he's basically saying, look, they need to be able to go after these guys. Well, you don't think the cops go after people that shoot other cops? They send in robot explosion machines. <laughs> So we want to thank our uh, most recent patrons. We'd like to thank Caitlin, Cohen, Richard, Adam, Gary, Hugh, Margeline, Casey, Nicholas, Vincent, Jesse, Theo, Hunter, Eric, Boomer, Glory Holio, Jade, Arthur, Liz, Truck Frump. I like that one. I like line. that too. Never Knows Best. My personal favorite this week, Ray Comfart. Jesus Christ. Megan. Jesus Christ, man. Devin, Mark, Skeptic Tim, John, Corey, Multitudes Container, and Adrian. All right, so we're going to pick one person to win a book. All right. We still have one more book left. We do. All right, we're going to pick one person out of this week's. All right. This week's. Put it in the uh, hat. I'm going to put it in the hat. Shook it a shook it a shook it a shook it a. So we do have a winner, and winner, and the winner is Jade. So Jade, I will send you a message. Jade, you won a copy of the Story of God. 
it's out on it's going to be coming out on paperback in October. We're hopefully going to have Chris Matheson, the author, on to talk about it again. We had him on talking about uh, the hardcover version of this book, but uh, but we would like to talk to him about probably about some new stuff, and then maybe talk to him a little bit about the paperback. We're hopefully going to have him on uh, sometime in September. So, uh, but we are he was he was nice enough to donate three books uh, to this. So. The Story of God is going to be available, like I said, on Amazon in October, and uh, you get an advanced copy, Jade. Thanks for being a patron. So as you guys know, we recently reached a, uh, a milestone. We hit our Patreon goal. The idea is we're going to hire an administrative assistant. Um, we need an administrative assistant because as much as we joke around, this show is a hell of a lot of work for Cecil to do. It looks real hard, and I don't want to do any of it. So we need some help. Um, we have uh, received a number of resumes for the uh, administrative assistant position. Um, if you would like to throw your hat in the ring, um, we're going to give it another week, and then I'm going to start calling people that uh, I think, based on their resume, make some sense. Um, if you're going to send in your resume, send it to us via email as an attachment, please. Please include the word resume in the subject line of your email because that is how I am going to sort and find the resumes. Um, we will contact you if the resume makes sense. Um, the position we expect to be about 10 hours of work a week. Um, we're paying $20 an hour for that work. There's also project work that we will offer from time to time. So we'll pay project work on a work piece or a piecework basis um, as that uh, comes up. So if it's something you're interested in, you know, let us know. Shoot us an email. Again, as an attachment, include your resume. Include the word resume in the subject line of your email so I can find it when I search through our email. If your resume makes sense and I think it's something we're interested in, um, include a phone number because I will call you. So if you're lo- if you're interested and you and you want to uh, try to get the uh, the job description, the job description is available online right now. It's on our website. Uh, if you go to this episode show notes, this is episode three twelve, so you can find it on the show notes uh, there. Uh, there'll be a link to it that leads you directly to the portion of our website. So uh, so we did get a message. This is from Dave. Uh, and it's entitled Trump Nugent. Hey, guys. Thought I would share something you guys might find amusing. I work as a stagehand in Pittsburgh, and last week I had the honor of working a Ted Nugent show. That's gross. Now, the masochist to me had to sit through and watch a good portion of his set. And as you would expect, he did nothing but pander to the NRA, Trump-loving, hunting crowd, and jerk himself off the entire time. Jerk himself off. It was actually rather impressive watching him suck his own dick, jerk off the crowd, and play guitar at the same time. So you kind of got to give him that. But probably the most interesting story of the day came from the box office manager. I guess before the doors were open, there was a group of guys waiting in line with their Make America Great Again swag on talking about Trump. One of them was asking the rest of them about what they thought Trump's recent comments claiming Obama founded ISIS. They all sort of gave a non-committed mumble, and the one dude was, that's just messed up. We need our guy to win. He needs to stop saying crazy shit like that. So yeah, even people at the front of the line at a Ted Nugent concert thinks what Trump says is fucking crazy. <laughs> I love it. Thank if, you so much. Man, if that's the fucking if that is your filter. Dude, that is a low bar. Oof. That is a low bar to slink over. We got a message uh from Glenda and Glenda works with uh the Ethical Humanist Society of Chicago and they are putting on a little shindig at Lagunitas here in uh Chicago. Uh, on September 18th, which is a Sunday, it starts at 530. Uh, tickets are on sale. We're going to put a uh, a link to it in the show notes. Tom and I are actually going to be there. So if you're interested in showing up, looks like it's going to be a, a good time. I've never been to Lagunitas. I walked by it a lot when I went to school over there. And uh, it's kind of a cool little area. And the yeah. whole area smells like hops all the time. Yeah. 
I'm excited to yeah. go. If you guys want to come meet us and raise a pint, and uh, it sounds like a good fundraiser for a great cause, so we'd love to meet some of our listeners. And it's going to be uh, we're going to put the episode, we're going to put the uh, the link in this episode show notes. We are going to try to get with uh, Thomas and Andrew. Uh, Thomas, of course, you know Thomas and love Thomas like we do. Thomas is uh, is the host of Atheistically Speaking, the host of Comedy Shoeshine. Keep going. The host of Thomas and the Bible. Keep and going. now the co-host of Opening Arguments with Andrew Torres. They are both uh, hopefully going to be on the show very soon. We're going to talk about their show. Um, if you haven't already subbed now, um, Opening Arguments now has seven down, seven downloadable episodes on iTunes. You can find them. Um, you know, if you go to uh, Thomas, uh, atheistically speaking, I know you can find them there. We'll put a link to their podcast on this episode show notes. But those guys, Andrew Torres, really does know his stuff. And, he does, and he's and engaging he's to engaging listen to. He's a great speaker and, and fun to yep. listen to. And Thomas, yep. of course, we love Thomas on the show. We yeah. think he's great. And then, uh, and then. Specifically, I've been really getting into Thomas's podcast. Atheistically speaking, is top notch, top notch podcast. One of the best podcasts produced by the atheist community for sure. Um, Thomas deserves a listen if you haven't listened before. We are also next week going to have Stuart on. We mentioned this earlier when we talked about Ike. We are anxious to have Stuart on. Stuart is going to come on and talk about uh, the chapter twelve. I think it's the Black Sun is the name of it. I can't, dude. And really? I don't think that has anything to do is with... Is it Black Hole Sun? Is it going to be as a Soundgarden oh, album? No, no, no. Yeah, no. just going to be I was just going to talk about Absentee Fathers, but... Um, <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it's about. Oh, my I God. I don't know what it's about. I'm not... I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, uh, so I don't know what it's going to be about, but it should be great. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be great, just like the other 11 chapters great. of this stinking, fetid turd we've great. been reading. Hopefully, it's a list of a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's going to be just a list. This guy was the other guy, and they're all reptiles, and they're all fucking in bed with each other. So uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We are going to leave you, like we always do, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. <laughs>